0: CryptoTalkRadio.net slash Discord will take you straight there. And anybody will be happy to answer any questions you may have. Given that, let's go ahead and jump right into our content for today's episode. It's been a while, but I've got an internal update again. And I don't know what it means yet. I'm just sharing what I know for now, which isn't much. So the plan is to get the hell out of here starting Friday, as in get on the road Friday evening, drive overnight, see how far I get before I get unreasonably tired, then uh, hotel up. My guess, based on the route that I've got to take, is I'll probably get as far as New Mexico-ish, maybe, and hotel up and then hit the rest of it, drive all day Saturday, and then hotel up when I get near the destination. So I'm very close now. Unfortunately, as I said before, here on the podcast at cryptotalkradio.net, I'm still not fully packed. I did make progress, but it seems like it never ends. I was able to tear down part of the home office. I was able to get a lot of the stuff out of the kitchen. The kitchen's at the point where it's just my desktop appliances now. I was able to make some decisions about the my uh, studio where I'm talking to this Man, I got to finish all that out. The other rooms are done. My uh, my steamer its for uh, pr- pressing clothes. It's pretty much ready to go. So pretty much all the other rooms, bedrooms, other than the master, are good to go. The living room is pretty much ready to go. I've, I've made a lot of progress there. And I need to get some shipping containers, get them to um, get all loaded, and then load up the car and then get on the road. So that's the next set of the journey. Just for everybody listening. And if you're new, welcome. you're existing, thank you. Just for everybody to know, there will be another podcast episode this Thursday per schedule. But there will not be a live stream this weekend because, of course, I'll be on the road. So the audio podcast will continue. It's just not the, the YouTube. That will not be happening this weekend because I will be on the road. You know, I've noticed some things in Cryptocurrency. I don't want to delve too deep for this episode. I want to actually save some of this for Thursday because we'll have a little fun since I'll be offline for a couple days and I'm going to be losing my internet one of these days here soon. I don't know when they are going to, but one of these days here soon, they're going to cut my internet off. Figured I'd go ahead and sneak this in when I can. So without further ado, let's talk some cryptocurrency. We're going to start with some of the price movement because Anybody that's listened to me for a while will have heard me talk about this, and it's not a nean need deep, simply to call to attention something that I mentioned before. And then I'll share what my where I think we're going. How about that? So let's dig into this right now. So checking out the charts, let's start with Ethereum, because it's my favorite. Ethereum, if we zoom out to the month chart, we see that there's more green than red. However, Ethereum had a major dump. It actually was Bitcoin that had the dump, just FYI. But since all of the cryptocurrencies seem to mostly run lockstep with what Bitcoin's doing, when Bitcoin takes those types of a dump, other cryptocurrencies take that type of a dump as well. You may be curious what happened. For the past few episodes, I've been saying that I wasn't sure that this is truly the run. And I said to be careful. I said, probably don't YOLO into things yet. I said that we have to, let this bear out. I said that we were, we were due some downward pressure. And I said that I'm looking at about mid year when we start to go back down again, I said that it seemed like it was a little bit early. All of these things have panned to be the truth. And here's what's really happening. What we're seeing, it's still an upward trend, but it's not the strong, the strength of upward trend. And what was happening is that a lot of the people now are taking profits some of these were people that were down from like the 900 range and they were taking profits when this ran back up again. Remember, I was one of the ones who said when it went as low as 900, well, it might be a good idea to buy in. And anybody who took Leicester's advice, this got all the way up to about 1800 bucks at one point. And so people were able to take significant profits off this. But we also had a lot of whales that were taking profits. This is normal. It's natural capitulation, consolidation, whichever way you want to describe it. I want to stress to people that this sort of movement is normal. You never want to see cryptocurrency constantly climbing, climbing, climbing. Everything that goes up must come down. Now, the key is how high did it climb before we started to see the, the down? We want to see that there's kind of a steady up. There's a little bit of down, steady up, little bit of down. We never want to see a major crap out, which we've seen. To be fair, we don't want to see those, but we do want to see steady up, steady down, steady up, steady down, steady up, steady down on route to sustained growth. Sustained growth is that the trend upward is greater than any of the downward uh, declines. So far, that's where we are. So far, we see that the trend upward is still holding strong. We see that there's more climb than decline. This is great. Now we have to watch and see how long this lasts and see if we maintain upward momentum. For those that are just chomping at the bit to hear my thoughts, all I can tell you, because I can't tell you what to do with your money specifically, but all I can tell you specifically is this is something that's normal, natural, cyclical, and the key is to learn how to predict it and for your own investments, whatever they are, whether they're garbage tokens or the main coins, whatever they are, making sure that you take profits at the right time. Don't sit and just hold, 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 because those days are long gone. That sounded good during an era where there was unreasonable pumps, and then what happened? When it craps, everybody starts to get sketchy and nervous, and we lost a lot of institutional money. That money's going to come back into cryptocurrency. When it does, they're going to go straight after the core coins. They're not going to go after the crap. Now, there are some articles that claim that people are flowing back into SHIB, flowing back into DOGE. I'm sure that they are, Here's my opinion. I believe that anybody who's flowing back into SHIB in particular is a buy the rumor, sell the news situation with Shibarium. I believe anybody flowing back into Doge is simply a matter of the fact that when SHIB pumps, so seems Doge as well. Ultimately, all of them are subject to the same rules as Bitcoin. So if Bitcoin decides to go back down to the 21,000 mark, we're currently at the 22,500. So if it decides to go back to the 21,000 mark and or 20,000 mark, You're going to see all the other coins go down. You're going to see all the other crap go down. Then it's up to you as to whether you want to hold the line or if you reallocate your investments. All of that's your decision. Remember, dollar cost average is a strategy that you might play if you know it's something that you believe in and you want to hold long-term, where you just simply, for those that don't know dollar cost average, you determine how much you're okay investing in a given project. Let's say that's $500. It goes down in value, down to $400. You toss another $100 in it. It goes up to 600 You take profits for $100. That's dollar cost averaging. You could do that as a strategy. I don't know that it makes sense in your portfolio. You got to make that decision for yourself. Finance, as in the exchange, recently came out and made a pretty dangerous admission. I think it's good that they admitted it, but it's a pretty dangerous admission when you think it through. Apparently, what happened was this was leaked is what I was told. This was leaked, and then Binance talked about it. So what apparently happened is that they had kept some collateral for some of their tokens that they issue. They kept some of the collateral alongside customer funds. It's called commingling. You never want to see commingling. These tokens that they release, they're pegged. So these pegged tokens, normally you're supposed to keep assets all separated and clean, not commingled with customer assets. Certainly, this is one of the things that tank things like FTX. A Binance spokesperson came out, responded, said, quote, Binance 8, which is the wallet in question, is an exchange cult Wallet Collateral Assets have previously been moved into the wallet in error and referenced accordingly on the B-Token Proof of Collateral page, which is a page that they list all the different assets in the collateral. Binance is aware of this mistake and is in the process of transferring these assets to dedicated collateral wallets in other words, what they're saying is, eh, it was just a it's a blip, it was just a mistake, never caught it. Normally, this was not cryptocurrency. People would be calling for a full-on audit of all assets and collateral to see if there happens to be any other situation where there are commingling of assets. Commingling of assets is a problem. It's a huge problem. I'm gonna say big picture, I think Binance will be okay. But it's a big problem that this happened. Axie Infinity. Largely one of the most well-known of the games that are out there. And the token that bears its name skyrocketed very recently. And what's happens, I'm going to dig into what's driving it, but there's a couple of things I want to talk about gaming. Let me give you the story here. Of course, it was around $9, gone very close to doubling that. This is not like going to make you wealthy, but it's a pretty, pretty big jump. Now, it did benefit from some of the Ethereum run-up. So not, this is not all just itself, but this did happen prior to this. What was apparently going on is that there's a bunch of people who are trying to pump the price in uh, in preparation for an unlocking event. So Axie Infinity has these rolling unlocks, and what it does is it unlocks roughly two percent of the total supply. When these unlocks happen, the theory is that they're trying to pump the price, pump the pump, 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 pumps in the bump, pumps in the bump, right? So that when they unlock, you can take the profits and it'll crap back out. Just to put this in perspective, Axie Infinity at one point peaked at about 165 bucks per token. So being right now around the $12, 13 $14 mark, I know that this is simply very rich people trying to pump the price of this so that when the unlocks happen, they can take profit out of the token. Now, will Axie Infinity ever get back near that 165 I doubt it because chances are, That was the launch pump that every token suffers under. Speaking of pumps unreasonable, SHIB, Shiba Inu. Chatter has begun again around the price movement of Shiba Inu, given that we're en route to seeing Shibarium potentially launched here soon. Shibarium, of course, uses bone as its gas. And then there were partnerships that were released. Communications talking about other called fund. And this is apparently going to be what powers shibarium there's this whole convoluted conversation i'm not going to bore you with here i simply say that if you're interested in what's going on with shib and shibarium i do encourage you to check out their site and all the other materials that they have put out about what they're planning to do but what it's done is it's put chatter out again about shib hitting a price point of two zeros and one do i think that's going to happen no And the only reason I say I know likely is because you still have an unreasonable supply and the vast majority remains in people's hands. Most people are not willing to burn their SHIB because they're trying to be made rich. And SHIB remains one of those tokens sitting out there, soon presumably to be a coin on its own blockchain. That's the theory. And I believe that may happen. But you still have the bottom line problem with the fact that SHIB doesn't really do anything at this point. And SHIB is not going to be able to overtake things like Bitcoin anywhere in the near future. We also have to solve the big problem about bridging to fiat because we saw that there were blocks put on fiat off ramps by major banks. So Shiv is going to be held back by a lot of those. I'm not trying to naysay the potential something does happen. I'm saying that this, you know, Shibarium is not going to skyrocket it to the point where it drops to zeros and gets to its past, it blows past its all-time high, I'm highly skeptical because of the inventory, the inventory in people's hands. It's not like we can just immediately destroy it. People would have to sell, and we'd have to destroy those tokens. They're not being destroyed, and we still have a significant inventory sitting out there. So I'm not naysaying it. I'm saying that in the short term, I don't believe it's going to move the needle, in my opinion. My last update here, as far as updates, is about Tron, TRX the token, but Tron the blockchain. Tron recently put out an announcement, and what's apparently happened is that St. Saint Mar- Saint Martin is going to adopt Tron as its legal tender. Of course, we know that El Salvador had adopted Bitcoin as one of the accepted tenders in the country. St. Martin, to be able to accepting Tron as legal tender, means that there's more awareness about Tron as a, so, the TRX token, when I say Tron, TRX coin, as a legal tender, that may pose well for TRX. TRX, I said in, I think this was what, four or five months ago, I said that people are starting to notice it and be aware of it. Now, Tron, the network doesn't really do much anywhere compared to Ethereum. However, it's always been kind of there in the forefront of people's eyes because there's potential there. It's a reasonably fast network, it's really good for trading, really good fractions. And largely secure, stable, hasn't had any major issues. And so people are looking at it as a potential option. In addition to ones like Litecoin, which has been always out there. And then that ETH proof of work garbage. There's all these ones where people are trying to find that next level. I'm not saying that Tron will or won't. I'm saying in this being accepted as legal currency means it bodes well for the utilization of the currency. Because, of course, that gives it a utility. If it's used as legal tender, it gives it a utility. Is it going to replace fiat? Not in the lifetimes of anybody listening to my show. That's what I say anyway. So that's all the updates I've got in terms of general cryptocurrency. I want to close out with a note for everybody. I did. I don't like to give bad news. I don't like to do this. If they sound like I do, but I don't. The truth is, cryptocurrency right now, everything's kind of consolidating. People are taking their profits. People are selling out, rightfully so. And so you are going to see a bit of red and I'm not sure how long it will last. I'll be honest with you. I do think it's going to visibly look painful, especially if you were hoping that we would get up to the 2000 marks. I said, I wasn't sure if we'd hit 2000 or not for Ethereum. It looks like in the short term, we're not going to hit the 2000 mark for Ethereum. I want to allay any concerns. It appears that Ethereum at least is going to be okay in the long run. And you're going to just have to be patient a little bit longer. And I know that that's frustrating because everybody hopes for that big run-up, but I think we're going to be okay. I I maintain my opinion that we're going to be okay in the long run. For now, my advice has not changed. Be smart about your investments. Take care of your family. Keep a roof over your head. Make sure people are fed. That rhymes. And take care of the bills. Don't get locked or trapped in the cryptocurrency, because in my opinion, it's not worth it, I think, We are on the cusp of something. I can't tell you what the something is, and I can't tell you what or when. But I do think we're on the cusp of something. And right now, a lot's in the air. We had a lot of turmoil in 2022. We all know about that. We all know we had a lot of stupidity. We all know we still have the Gary Genslers of the world and Jerome Powell's of the world and everything else. We know the FTX situation isn't settled yet. We know the Alameda situation isn't settled yet. We know the war isn't settled yet. All of these negative catalysts are still out there. All you can control is all you can control. And thus, my advice to you is to simply focus on that which you can control. You can control that your people are getting fed. You can control that there's a roof over your head. That rhymes. You can control that the bills are paid. You can control that your your happiness, right? You can control that your health is in a good spot. You can control your own situation. Focus on what you can control. Don't let things you can't control consume you. Please don't feel like there's no end to what we're seeing. This is cyclical. It's happened before. Certainly not for this long length of time, but there were a lot of variances that happened in the middle and it just is what it is. And you can't, there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing I can do about it. All we can do is focus on our own situation, keep ourselves straight and clean. This too shall pass. It's just a matter of patience. And it's easier if you focus on, smarter investments and diversification of portfolio and not going after crap, right? Because you can then focus on the core coins that are largely safe. They're not going anywhere. And in a perfect world, you kind of set it and forget it. You just put money there and out of sight, out of mind. I know it's hard because you see this crap coin that just launched and it's pumping to the moon. Doop, doop, doop. And that's up to you. If you're a gambler, I'm saying that to me, the easy strategy is the core coins can never steer you wrong. Speaking of, Coinbase really pissed me off to the point that I'm, once I get out of here, Robinhood opens up for me and I will be switching my asset management over to Robinhood post haste and say, screw Coinbase. Right now, I basically just use them as a spending account. That's how much crap they are because of what they did. The message that they gave me told me that basically they're running out of money. They wouldn't say that, but that's what I think happened. They were running out of money and thus they wouldn't let me send. Here's the stupid part they allowed me to send cash they wouldn't let me send crypto so they were probably running out of cryptocurrency i don't know but they didn't give me a sufficient answer so i'm going to be leaving coinbase if anybody would like to hear my thoughts further about coinbase feel free to hit us up at cryptotalkradio.net hit the contact form and i'm happy to share more details more of the juicy stuff and it's cool i have no problem with it because quack x which i talked about richquack.com slash x is so damn awesome Unfortunately, as I'm in the United States, I cannot use the fiat part of it. So I'll still have to use KuCoin and that's cool. Uh, But I can't use the fiat. But the other exchange, the Decent is amazing. Amaze sauce, as the kids like to say. So that's where I'm at. I'm going as much Decent. I haven't even done a centralized exchange swap in like months because I'm in all (laughs) Decent because it is what it is. If I'm going to get screwed by Coinbase, I'll wait till I get out of here, get to a new place, get into Robinhood, do the basic trades, things like, you know, Ethereum and then go back decent and do it that way. That's where I'm at. Hopefully you are similar to me in that you will not leave your crap in any centralized exchange because they will screw you and they have no qualms doing so. However, it's your money. Can't tell you what to do, but I'm looking out for you guys. I don't want you guys to go through the garbage that I had to go through either. And hopefully everything passes where we get smarter exchanges exchanges that are not going to just block your almost cussed f an account because they feel like it and hopefully we get away from the garbages like the voyagers of the world and get some smart business in there i really want to see more competition in space so that we all can feel we can trust we can trust centralized exchanges again or maybe we never do i'm not sure That's going to do it for today's episode of Crypto Talk Radio found at CryptoTalkRadio.net. I want to thank you for listening here today. I know you have choices, whether you're a new listener or a subscriber. We appreciate each and every one of you. Check out our site, CryptoTalkRadio.net. We have a contact form. The link's at the very top. We'd love to hear from you and how we're doing and what you like or what you don't like. We read each and every one of those. Also, check out our Triad. The Triad is a community that we're working to build forward of strong, smart investors the ones that want to lead us into the next generation of cryptocurrency to evolve cryptocurrency into a more mature investment strategy for people, help people as they're growing and they get into this space. We don't want the ones that say the word Jeep and the ones that say the word Keck. We want the ones that treat this as a serious thing. Join us on our journey until next time. Take care, be safe. Please don't YOLO into projects, any project. It doesn't matter what it is to be smart with your investments. Make sure you always keep a roof over your head, food on your table. Your family comes first. Don't get stuck in this. Our goal is to try to help keep you safe, but we're only an informing source. There are a lot of sources out there, some of which are not really looking out for you. They're looking out for themselves. So always be careful with the advice that you take and what you do with that information is up to you, but just be smart about it's all we ask. See you next episode.